How are we doing, everybody? It's time for another episode of the Why Did We Trade for Jonathan Scope podcast. We're smoking some fucking packs tonight, bitches. Hell I got yeah. an axe to grind. I got an axe to grind. He's got an axe to grind. He wumbo, she wumbo, wombology, axe grindology, the study of axe grinding. First grade the best shit. study. It's the best study. The best one. Get your popcorn ready. Get a Terrell beverage. Owen style. Or two. Or three. I don't know how long this is going to be yet. It can be alcoholic or non-alcoholic. I'm legal now. He is. He, the other guy is. I'm not. Not yet. I don't even think you're legal for many things yet, so. I can legally drive once I, you know, like, take the test and shit. But do you know how to drive? No, I have to get a learner's permit first. <laughs> hey, at least you're honest I, about it, I guess. I don't think I can legally drive in Jersey either way, but Pennsylvania, better. Better state. Why would, why would you willingly drive in New Jersey anyway? Why would anyway? you willingly go to New Jersey? Is it New, is it New Jersey literally? No, New Jersey in general is just one giant turnpike for New York. Why would you willingly drive there? Because... That's where Fish played in August. This is our first regular episode. My, my co-producer is a nerd. When was our last regular episode? It was before that. It's been over a month since our regular episode. Our last episode was the, the football draft. And before that, we did a half-hour episode. Less than half-hour in August. So it's October yeah, now. I mean, I'm, I'm done working where I was working. I'm going to miss it to hell, but... Hey, we're doing this now. We're back to this. We're back to this somewhat enough. Yeah, hopefully. You gotta deal with us. Oh, hi, Byron Buxton. Uh, quick sell. Goodbye, Byron Buxton. Let's go. Right, let's go. Uh, Byron Buxton. Let's go exhume those skeletons, shall we? Play that fucking intro. Roll on the intro in three, two, one. Oh shit! I forgot how to roll the intro. Okay, we're rolling the intro right. We Trade for Jonathan Scope podcast is brought to you by Ranger Suarez. Why Ranger Suarez? Because he's the second best pitcher on the Phillies, and the Phillies suck. So, yeah. This episode of the Why We Trade for Jonathan Scope podcast is sponsored by D's Nuts. Ha! Got him! This episode is also brought to you by Weird Motherfucking Conspiracy Theories. Did Bush do 9-11? The world may never know. We didn't. How do you know you weren't there? I was. I was old enough. You were in New York. Did you watch Bush do it? You don't know. <laughs> Bush just like called him. Hey yo, do it. Do it. I fucking dare you. Oh shit, they did it. And everything went downhill from there, folks. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. Yay! No Woo! guests this week. Uh, we gotta smoke on some packs. Hell yeah! I'm gonna be frank. I can't legally do that, but you know, you it's a metaphor. Ah! It's a metaphor. All right. Metaphorical smoking. Bitches, 
So, oh yeah, of course, I'm not a pothead. I am. I'm mostly straight edge. I, I'm just testing out to see if I actually enjoy the things that I can do at 21 in the terms of alcohol. I don't really like it. I think I might be like a, like a, respectable high society cocktail asshole. I'm gonna hate everything about it. But I mean, I'm just waiting for another couple of years, and then hey yo, what do you know? I can legally rent, rent a, a vehicle car. from yeah. Renaissance without doing more work. So. Let's talk about one of the most divisive head coaches of all time. It's a guy named Andy Reid. Is he a great head coach? Yeah. yeah He's a he really is. good head coach. Years you, of bad Andy. Work, come, come home, Andy. You, come home. You can attest to that. You can attest to that. I can attest to that. Uh, come home, Andy Reid. Chip Kelly was not a better option than you. Come back, please. I'm sick of Sirianni's bullshit. Come back. I'm sick of this fucking guy. <laughs> And after after he was fired, he went to Kansas City and kind of he the did. same thing dogged him. Just a, they and then, and then he got video on that. Then he got a generational quarterback. He did. His name literally Mark arguably the best quarterback. Mark Sanchez. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. No, he got arguably the best quarterback in my opinion personally since the Brady Manning era in Mahomes. Like luck well, is really good. Yes, the Brady in the uh, Super Bowl. So. We're gonna talk about that because, of course, it was rigged in that way. Yeah, woo, woo, woo. everything is rigged. This podcast. Andy Reid has two sons. Actually, I think he has three sons and two daughters. If I'm not mistaken, I kind of really want to check that really quick. And I'm gonna check that really quick. And hey, what do you know? Three sons and two daughters. He had three kids, although unfortunately, one passed away a really long time ago with an overdose, and it it, it, it really fucking sucks. I I know people that have died. Oh, a family that have died of an overdose. I know people yeah. who have died of an overdose. It fucking sucks. Addiction is a because disease. Get help if you need it. it. Genuinely do. Because there are people out there that can help you. And I'm not talking like bullshit rehab centers that just money out of you and don't help you at all except keep you locked away. No, I'm talking about fucking like AA. I'm talking drug user anonymous stuff that people can talk to you that you can talk to that can genuinely help you because you you don't need to have whatever you're struggling with take you down you have the ability to conquer it all right everybody listen to john mulaney so exactly listen listen to john mulaney i'm seeing him next week i I, you're 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 so lucky all right i want to see john mulaney get down on the ground Get that on the ground, you mother. But here's the thing. Andy Reid lost his son to an addiction. And then another son was Britt, who, of course, was a uh, one of the assistant coaches for the Chiefs until he was let go after 2020. I think his contract expired and he wasn't offered a new one. Uh, he is known for a very terrible incident where uh, he was involved in a DUI accident that severely injured a four-year-old. Uh, and it, it really sucks. And Britt owned up to it. Britt said that he fucked up. He s- sought help. He got help. And he paid his dues. Is he? I think he's still on probation or something. I don't know exactly. But the fact that he did have the remorse of doing a terrible thing like that does speak volumes. And it wasn't a sorry I got caught. It was genuinely a sorry I did this. I will better myself thing. There's this asshole. And this is where it gets fun. This is fun. Because this is me. This is me uh, not parlaying around. This is me not 
dancing around the subject. No, this is me straightforward. This ain't going off the rails. This is the rails. This is the train you got on. This is the train you're gonna deal with. All right. There's this asshole. Used to be part of the. Used to be part of the thing. And this is also drama starting shit. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for some fucking Does drama. Even listen to right? this podcast. I, want it. I don't know if you listen to podcast. I don't care. I relish in it. This little asshole's like, fuck Andy Reid. It's his fault his son died. It's his fault that his other son nearly killed somebody. If he was a better father, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, you fucking dick. You think that shit doesn't eat at him every single day? You think he, you think he wanted his son to die? You think he didn't want to go back and figure out what was going on? You think he wishes that he doesn't wish that he w- was there every single day that he was there to help in some capacity? Fuck you. You in you you in blather old man. You're a geriatric fuck sitting on your ass doing your shitty little blog talking about oh well, th- th- this happened. This is rigged. Everything is rigged. Why is everything rigged? I can't have fun watching sports anymore. Who fucking who? Explain you you go between fucking the Chiefs are the most beneficial team benefited team by the NFL to the Chiefs are being screwed by the NFL because of this. What the fuck does it have to do with anything? Brent's not even on the fucking team anymore. Why would the NFL be fucking going against him if, if he was on if he wasn't on the team? What significance is that? Right? He's talking about how it's all like Brit's fault that the Chiefs lost last week to whoever they fucking face, because they had four turnovers. What does the NFL have to do with four turnovers? Two of them were fumbles, because sloppy handwork, or whatever the fuck happened. All right? Two interceptions? Pat Mahomes is fucking human. All right? He's, he's not in 2017, 2018 God form anymore. It happens. All right? Not everything is fucking rigged. I said it to him already, and I'll say it again. If you want to actually watch a fucking clown show, go to fucking Broadway. All right? And quit whining about all the tinfoil going on in the sports world. Is some shit rigged? Probably. Do we deal with it? Sure. All right? I, sport is a fucking escape from so many people in the world. From the natural problems that plague us throughout the day in our daily lives. All right? Menial shit bugs us all fucking day. And watching a bunch of guys get paid to bumble around and do whatever the fuck they want in the rules... I fucking take every single day. I watch a team constantly disappoint me every single Saturday. Shout out, Wisconsin. I love you to death. God, can you just play up to your competition? Also, Please? shout out Phillies. They let everyone down all the time. Boom. Shout out that, uh, shout out that collapse video, by the way. Great, great video. video. I, I almost I felt, cried I sorry every 30 seconds, honestly. <laughs> I almost cried 30 seconds on. You saw Ruin Tomorrow Jr. on the screen. You're like, ah, shit. I've met him. He's a very nice guy. Not oh, a great no. GM. Sucked at his job. Did not suck at being a good person, though. Here's the thing. All right? Back to the main point. Shut the fuck up. All right? You're not, you're not fucking goddamn Woody Harrelson's character in 2012 talking about all this conspiracy shit. All right? You, you, you're literally two ticks away from Q. No, no fucking joke. All right? I, like, I can't tell the difference sometimes anymore. And you, you talk about how everything is rigged, how everything is fixed, yada, yada, yada. Okay, and why? Why does the NFL want Buccaneers-Ravens? Why does the NFL 
not want Chiefs Patriots part Chiefs Patriots are Chiefs Buccaneers. I keep forgetting how many Patriots players went to the Buccaneers. It's so weird. Most of them. <sighs> They're all it's, Tom it's Brady hilarious. Fans. Boom. He must be a really it's, nice it's so guy or something. That... Like <laughs> Exactly. He seems like a weird like, guy too. I still remember when this guy was like saying that shit about Britney Spears, bro. That pissed me off too. Fucking shout out Brittany, by the free. way. Good job, Brittany. We actually love you. standing up for herself. Shout out. Listen to we the podcast. We fucking love Brittany in this household. <laughs> Brittany Spears, first ever guest, talking about how sport has been such a great part of her life and never talking about her acting and the shit that she had to deal with. She doesn't deserve to have to right now, all right? She got out of it. Let's stop fucking talking about it. Let's help her move on from that shit, you know? And, like, back to the moving on thing. Move on from it. You talk about it every single day. You've been, you've been, you've been talking about it for over a decade about how the, everything is rigged, how everything is fixed. From the NFL to the Ryder Cup to fucking Jeopardy. Jeopardy? The Ryder Cup? Who gives a shit about the Ryder Cup aside from golfers? I'm not a golfing fan. I hear about the Ryder Cup happening. I'm like, okay, cool. Hope the USA wins. And if they win, cool. If they don't, okay. The Ryder Cup is the Ryder Cup. It's 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 a golf tournament that I don't know much more about. So please don't yell at me, golf enthusiasts. All right, golfing I don't is fun. Golf. It's really boring to watch on TV. Just saying. Yell at him instead. All right, I can enjoy some golf sometimes on TV, but I I get the allure of it because I did have an I did have an uncle who was a massive golf fan. The only sport and, I'm not terrible at. Yeah, and I'm not very good at it either. <laughs> about, but I'm just better at what it. What about curling? Comparison. I've what tried about curling? curling. That's a good question. Is curling rigged? Answer Probably. me that. Is curling rigged? Do the Canadians win every single time? Well, and don't. why do they win every single we time? We just won, because we? the Canadians need to prove something to themselves. Hmm. Hmm. We just win. I don't. Like, I don't get. I don't get like these conspiracies. All right. Let's let's find the most recent post from this thing. Oh, gee. by the way, and this person this was banned from the Discord. If you're wondering. Yeah, he got he banned. banned he yeah. got banned for, like, saying the shit about Andy Reid. And it pissed me off that I couldn't actually tell him straight up because he was also private on Discord, so I couldn't message him without being friends. I don't want to be his fucking friend. I wanted to say some shit to him and then block him. I just blocked him instead. So I'm smoking on the pack live on air. You wanted the fucking notoriety. You wanted the fucking headlines. Here you fucking go. A fucking podcast that's getting, like, 10 views max. All right? You get 10 more people. That's more followers than you have on your Probably doesn't even blog. listen to this and thing anyway. Blog, Exactly. Speaking of the blog, here's this shit. Oh, gee, and what's this I spy? Tom Brady needs 81 yards against the Patriots to break Drew Brees' backward for passing yardage. Ah, oh, who would have freaking thought? What the fuck does that even mean? He could have had 81 more passing yards three weeks ago, and boom, you wouldn't be talking about it right now, huh? You're talking about, oh, it's, it's rigged so that Tom Brady beats the record against the Patriots. It's a good fucking storybook moment. What the fuck does it have to do with conspiracy theories? What's the conspiracy theory here? That Tom Brady's going to eclipse Drew Brees as the greatest quarterback of all time? He's already better than Drew Brees, with all due respect to Drew Brees. Drew Brees is top five all time. Yeah. Brady's yeah. still number one. Yeah. The deteriorating irrelevance of college football. Oh, week, ESPN was hyping up Arkansas as the, the big, like, dog. So, like, <laughs> like, they're talking about how, like, oh, yeah, they're going to upset Georgia. Um... No, they're, they're, they're not going to upset Georgia because Arkansas is not Georgia football. Arkansas football is Arkansas football. 
And they're talking about how and he's, he's saying that like they're gonna hype him up. Twenty-seven nothing Georgia. Okay, again, Arkansas and Georgia play massively different schemes, and sometimes it's almost as if Georgia is a more high place to go to in college football. But hey, shout out Arkansas for trying their damnedest. They're still a top ten team in the country that can make noise if they want to. So shut the fuck up. And he's talking about Georgia, Alabama as the national title game. Okay, sure, whatever. I don't know I don't anything give a about shit. college like sports, obvious. so let's let the record show I'm nodding my head right now. <laughs> and then he says, Giants magic number for the NOS is now one. Padres late last night. This is so obvious. It's not even funny. What the fuck does that even mean? What does that even mean? Padres are just not a good team right now. They just aren't. Yeah. The Padres, the Padres play down to the competition. The Padres right now are being the Pittsburgh Steelers of the MLB. And I should know. I'm a Red Sox fan. We did that shit this week too. Now we're in a fucking four-way, fatal four-way match for the two wildcard spots and tag team championships, probably too, on a tables, ladders, and chairs match from SummerSlam 2000. Shout out that match. That was so great. Look at the Phillies. They just lost two. They just got lost five in a row, including one of the Pirates. And now we're beating the Marlins when it doesn't even matter anymore. And they never beat the Marlins. Boom. Here's the thing. The ML, why would the MLB rig in favor of the Giants over the Padres? Why would they rig? What the fuck did the Padres do to incur their wrath? They, they have, have the- one of the most amazing teams on paper. They just don't know how to fucking play on to their competition. They've they been, play down all the time. It's why they're firing game, their manager. They're 28 games out of the division. They've been eliminated for like a couple weeks now at this point. What What is there to rig? Yeah. There's no fucking rigging. I, I think that he's talking, because I, I know he mentioned earlier, a couple of days before, about how it's like a fucking conspiracy against the goddamn, like, uh, Dodgers, which I don't get. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Uh, I'm trying to find it. Uh, looky, what we have here in Colorado today. 2-2 in the ninth in Colorado, and in comes the 5-4 ERA Dennis Bard, as if ERA is actually a good statistic nowadays. Walk, walk, single for one run. He's out. Then Tyler Kinley finishes it off with a three-run home run to Brandon Croft with two pitches right down the pipe. Man, it's almost as if pitches don't always go where they're expected to go and are, are trying to go. Like the it's almost like the Colorado Rockies suck anyway. Yeah, it's almost like Tyler Kinley is, like, not a good, like, you know, pitcher. Almost as if lifetime. <laughs> almost as if lifetime. Well, this season alone, he's given up 12 homers. Okay, sure. Like, bro, shut up. I don't get it. I just don't. Like, and then he talks about, there's. A, I'm trying to find the statistic, but the number is well over 30 since the trade deadline. The number of Dodger wins since which the Giants match. It's actually 27, but that's still not natural. What? The number of wins the Dodgers and Giants have matched not natural? They're within a game of each other, or two games now. I'm calling it right now. There's an active collusion going on to deny the Dodgers another world championship. As I said to one reader already, already there's a difference between you can't win every year and an active collusion on the part of at least two teams, and now probably three, to fuck a division rival. What? <laughs> what? I wondered most of the year how the hell the Giants could have done this well. No one saw it coming. <laughs> Three things. Dingers, a club record this year, even surpassing the team total for the year. Bonds got 73. A pitcher's park, and the rest of the NOS taking a dive to put the Dodgers in a one-game playoff with anybody, will probably be the Card- which will probably be the Cardinals, who now have now won 16 in a row to get to the top 30 of all regular season win streaks in MLB history. 
oh, like any of us who see what's going on doesn't see what's coming down the pipe. This Dodger team is so good and wins 100 games with a fucking mashed unit this year, and they're going to get fucked without Lubin now appears. Really? And you expect us to not only watch the games and enjoy them, but shut the fuck up about everything else. Boom, 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 boom. He wants to take some shots at me. Bitch, I'm making a whole podcast about you. Shut the fuck up. All right? Here's the thing. It's almost as if, again, as he mentioned too, the Giants are in a pitcher's park. It's almost as if, and this is not a big conspiracy. It's almost as if, though. It's almost as if home runs have now become a mainstay of the MLB landscape far more than it ever has. Uh, And it's almost as if uh, pitchers are doing really fucking good this year in ways that we've never seen. And, like, you look at the MLB standings. It's so weird. It's so weird. You got... You got the Blue Jays coming out of, with all due respect, not really nowhere, but like they, got they managed people. to build their team up. The Mariners came out of nowhere. Like they do that every bro. every couple of years, though. They just never make the playoffs. Exactly. Look at their you run have, differential. Like, it's the same thing they do. You have the Brewers and Cardinals time. fighting there. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. The Giants are statistically better at home than they are away, mainly because their last home stand is this and season stuff but like it's almost as if the giants managed to build a contender without having to spend on big names it's so weird right i i've never heard of it before if you told oh, me wait, eight years ago every time Darren ever Ruff seen it. would be on a 106 win team i would have shit my fucking pants if you told me if you told me like back when they were like at their heyday of like three series and like five years that they were going to win 106 games in that stretch, I would have said, okay, okay. if this year, like they would have been, they would have done it out of nowhere. Virtually. I would have said, huh? It's actually kind of weird, but here's the thing. The team is led by a manager who sucked in Philly. He did. And now doesn't suck. Not a good manager. You're led by a quality Everything, really. I I've I'm never seen a more well balanced. Now it's team. strange. I don't know. Like some of these guys are coming I, like, from nowhere. Yeah, like Brandon Crawford has always been great, but and like Buster Posey, but Kevin Gosman saved his career in but... San Fran. Discalfani is amazing. Fucking Logan Webb, Logan Webb, Buster Posey's having a career renaissance. You know, you got Darren Ruff getting a massive amount of production, literally out of nowhere. Which is so insane. Uh, like I don't get why he's so confused about how good this team is. Like they're just they're all playing well at the same time. Good. That's how good teams win. Yeah, even Johnny Cueto's doing okay for Johnny Cueto at this point of his career. Like this isn't this isn't an unknown like quantity. This is a actual good team that knows what they're doing and is actually being good they've only had like a couple people not play like good and the only people that have like uh the only people that have negative war on either side of pitching or like throwing are just players that weren't expected to do good or position players pitching or pitchers hitting like that's it, it it's insane it's insane how this is like such a weird quantity. Both pitching and hitting of 25 each on baseball reference. 
that's really good. That's something that a World Series contender has to have. You can't rig the 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 pitching and play and like batting performance and defensive performances Across 162 of players two games against a wide range of opponents. You can't do that. It is physically impossible for that to happen without somebody finding out about it or somebody leaking it or just everything. It's it's just it's not physically possible. These conspiracies that he spouts out are all impossible, not because it is not possible for it to happen, but because it is not possible for it to happen without somebody finding out or leaking it. Think about think about how much work it would take for the NFL to rig the Buccaneers and the Ravens to be the Super Bowl winners or in a Super Bowl like matchup. Think about how much work it has to be. You have to have a certain amount of teams that are playing each team, each of the two teams, lose enough games for them to make the playoffs in a certain way. And then win. Then you the have playoffs. to rig the teams that are also in the playoffs to get to the playoffs for specific matchups. Say, for example, Chiefs, Buccaneers, and the AFC Championship again. How do we know the Chiefs aren't going to have a bunch of injury problems this year and collapse terribly? You know? But then you got to have the teams that are in the playoffs not beat the Buccaneers and the Ravens. And then you finally get to the Buccaneers-Ravens matchup. What kind of allure is the Buccaneers-Ravens matchup? Passing of the torch? What passing of the torch? First off, Lamar Jackson's not going to be the best quarterback in the league. And second off, he's not a QB like Brady. Brady has always been a passer gunslinger like, oh, I don't know, a guy named Patrick Mahomes. Whereas Lamar Jackson is Michael Vick if Michael Vick had a good team around him and didn't have personal issues that we already know about that we don't need to talk about. Watch the SBNA, or the Secret Base series on that if you haven't. It's very good. Exactly. It, it's not physically possible for any of that to fully happen without somebody saying, what do you mean by that? I, I just don't get it. And then Jeopardy. Why would you wreck fucking Jeopardy? Who cares about Jeopardy anymore except for old people? The and only, like, the only rigging that they do is they make the questions either harder or easier. That's Or put like, you know, all three smart contestants. That's the only things they can do. Yeah. And they, they, they did, did they do that to uh, Jennings and Holtzauer? Probably. They're trying to not run out of money. They don't yeah. make that much money. Not that many people watch Jeopardy anymore. They're trying to pay like just, four different uh, hosts at the same time right now. I just, I just don't. I, I, I don't know what else to say other than what the fuck is wrong with you, man. You're like literally two and a half times my age, sitting in a basement, whining about sports. You're, you're literally, you're literally gone off the dating tree. Or like five points vids, like I I I don't I don't know what's like what we need to say about it because like I can tolerate you know some tinfoil I really can, and some of it you can actually make genuine cases for. I do think in some capacity that there definitely has been a little bit of odd activity on the NFL's part, but like it's the NFL. It, it, say. 
I, I literally just have to say it's the NFL and that's it. I've met Roger Goodell. I saw the lightning strike when I first said, hello, Mr. Goodell. It, it, it's, I get it, right? But the NFL is not colluding. Logically, the NFL would not collude to screw one of the most bankable teams right now with one of the most bankable superstar duos in Mahomes-Kelsey because of a coach that is no longer employed by the team doing a very messed up thing that he atoned for and is working to better himself off of and that they all owned up to. And he was let go because of that. He was not offered a new contract. The Chiefs actually did the right thing in not having him come back. Andy Reid showed remorse for his son's actions. Andy Reid still lost another son to addiction, so he understands how fucked up this already is. And you want to victim blame him because, oh, he, we, we suck him off like he's, he's the next Phil Jackson. No, the fuck we don't. That, that pisses me off, too. He literally was talking about how we, we, we suck off Andy Reid because we, we think of him as the next Phil Jackson. No, we don't. He's not Phil Jackson. He's not a master tactician that has changed the course of the uh, NFL. He's just a really, really good and respectable head coach that actually cares about the team that he runs, that actually cares about the fans that he had roots for his teams. He actually cares about winning, like putting a winning team on the field and getting the most out of the players. In my opinion, he is just as good a uh, coach as Bill Belichick. Him and Bill Belichick are the two best coaches in the league right now, by far. No, like nobody's in their stratosphere. McVeigh, maybe. John Harbaugh, maybe. Arians, eh. Tomlin, eh. Cliche, but I, I can see it. No. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, two of the greatest coaches of the past 20 years, arguably two of the top five coaches of all time. Third best is obviously Rich Cotite. Exactly. You don't get that reference. You, you, why was, people, why would the NFL screw reference. over all of that because of it? And then why would you fucking victim blame him and then get mad that we're like defending him? Because... Because he's like, this is like he literally said this. This is what he said. Uh, what finished it seems to be the NFL fans' best friend Andy Reid. Uh, full disclosure, that I had. I already had already had an exchange about Kansas City losing today to the Chargers and about how Britt Reid and the DUI were partially responsible. Shut the fuck up! No, they're not. So someone on Botball snarks that I cursed Andy Reid and I let them have it. Basically, I finally had to let them know about the first kid and that if this guy had an ounce of scruples and could be a leader of anything, much less a father, the overdose probably doesn't happen. And by the time I could get half a follow-up, I was back on my home screen kicked out. Ladies and gentlemen, fuck Andy Reid. And the sooner he is out of the NFL one way or the other, sports will be the better, sports will be the better for it. And if that makes me a bad person, here's a pro tip. I fully expect when I go that most people and everyone outside my family and one other person will be even happier I'm gone than that. One overdose, the other kill. One overdoses, the other almost kills a four-year-old girl with a DUI, and we slobber all over this cocksucker like he's Phil Jackson. Screw the bitch! I've said all along the Kansas City's losing opportunities at being something very special because they can't hold that guy accountable for anything. Going back to Tyree Kill, etc. Okay, Tyree Kill, that's a whole nother can of worms. Also, why the fuck are you comparing Tyree Kill's whole problems with Andy Reid's lack of problems? Those aren't Andy Reid's problems. He is helping handle them. But he is not responsible. Don't you fucking dare. Don't you fucking dare victim blame somebody. Because you don't know what the fuck they went through. I honestly dare him to fucking say that to Andy Reid. Honestly. I want to see a boxing match between him and Andy Reid. I want to see Andy Reid kick his ass. I want to see a boxing match between Andy Reid and like anybody. I feel like he could, he could go a couple rounds. Dude, Andy Reid could actually like... 
Andy Reid versus Jake Paul, bro. Make Just it happen. Just the mustache. The mustache itself. <laughs> Jake Paul looks at the mustache. Oh, God. <clears throat> Just dies. No, there was a joke. No. Um, have you watched um, the new Jon Stewart show yet? The problem with Jon Stewart? Um, That's what it's called. No, because I don't have Apple TV because I don't want to chalk up that amount it's of pretty, money. It's pretty good. I've already, um, I already got an iPhone. Fuck off. He was talking about... Uh, he's talking about um, how this episode was about veterans... And uh, how they, like, burn all their trash in, you know, the Middle East. Yeah. And then they get, you know, cancer and stuff from the chemicals and things. And he said, why are yep. they throwing their trash out the same way as Jake Paul? And then he plays a video of Jake Paul burning his lawn furniture or whatever. Remember that? That was funny. God, I fucking says, By the way, time. I'm fighting Jake that Paul. That time Jake Paul was the best. Don't bet on me, he said. Don't bet on me. Here's the thing. Here's my favorite part. Here's, here's the main story about all this. This whole smoke in the pack and everything. Paul is dead. That's 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 what it is. <laughs> Don't Billy Shear is traded for Jonathan Scott. Fucking asshole. No, here's the thing, here's the thing. I get if you have suspicions about things in the world. I really do. There are things in this world that we humans cannot truly comprehend. Whether it's in the world of religion, whether it's in the world of what goes on in the world, period, regardless of whether or not there's religion involved. I get it. But don't use that as an excuse to be a fucking asshole and victim blame somebody who you don't even personally know, but you have a vendetta against because, well, one of his sons is dead and the other did this thing. I get that his sons messed up. I get that one of his sons had an overdose. I get that, I get that he fell to addiction. And I get that the other one had a different addiction that could have had other consequences. I really do. And I, I genuinely hope that Britt manages to get out of the hole that he is in, if he is not already out of it. And I hope that Andy is able and the family is able to have some level of peace with the loss of the other son. And I hope that one day they're all reunited together in this life or the next. Right? And, and you know what I mean by that. Don't be a fucking asshole. Alright? That's why you were kicked. That's why you were banned. Because you, we, we can handle the tinfoil. We can. It's some asshole of shit sometimes. But it's never anything worthy of truly getting disliked. That is why I'm renaming that the tinfoil emoji in Botball to the asshole emoji. Exactly. And if you, wanna, back, if you want to whine, you wanna whine about us exuding this skeleton... If you want to whine about us on your blog, go right the fuck ahead. I will relish in reading it. I will have a good laugh. We all will. Like Do it. it. I don't care. I really don't. Because all it proves is that I got under your weird fortification turtle shell of, I'm just tinfoiling it all around. You literally will prove the one point above everything else that I want to see proven the most. You don't like sports. That you don't like the allure of it, but that you want to be a whiny, entitled bitch. Move on from your fucking discreditations or whatever the fuck you're mad about. Deal with it. Go to Broadway and watch your fucking theater act. Do it. And then you can go get arrested for it again like you were talking about on your fucking blog. I was this close to saying it. Say it. I don't care that you got arrested. 
I, I literally, if you said that you got arrested, I would have said, okay. Depends what so you were arrested again. for. If it was like, you know, rape or something, fuck you. But Yeah, obviously. I'm assuming, Bill Cosby. based on how whiny you are about everything, that it was you complaining about how Dear Evan Hansen had too many gay characters or some dumb bullshit. It's, it's not show. like that movie's literally I didn't watch the movie it. yet, but I, I, I was supposed to see Dear the Evan musical Han- last year. Watch Dear Evan Hansen, do it. Shameless plug, watch Dear Evan Hansen. And then the, uh, the pandemic happened like a week before I was supposed to go. So I don't know yeah, if that's going to happen again, but the music is good. good. I don't even know if Dear Evan Hansen actually is LGBTQ stuff. I actually don't know. But I don't care. Go whine about it. Go whine about whatever you want. All right? Go whine about the new Yes album not having Chris Squire on it. He's been dead for six years. Get every over it. Amount of restraint. It took every damn ounce of restraint. Okay. Okay. And it took me every damn ounce of restraint to not literally beg anybody with a position of power to just get you out of here. Which we did. I didn't anyway. ask for them to kick. I didn't. I, I didn't ask for them to kick you when you were saying that shit. I was gonna say. I genuinely was about to start typing to either Tardis or anybody else. Hey, hold on a moment because I want to let loose on this fucking asshole first. And then, and then it turns out he was. It turns out you were already kicked and banned. So I missed all of it. So you know what? I will read the exact things. The exact things. That I will say, that I said in there, I will read it right back to ya. Right back to you. Because you deserve to hear it. You deserve to just relish in it. Because you are a fucking little maniacal asshole. Where is it? Hmm? 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 There it is. Let's read it. So, this is everything that was said. Dude, shut the fuck up. Just shut up. What he did to one son, which one? The DUI or the one who completely understood his problems and wasn't offered a new contract or the one that fucking died of an overdose? Then you whine about how it's the overdose and he should be a better father. Because here's the thing that has to be one of the most heartless things I've ever heard. Genuinely. I've heard some fucked up shit. I work at a church camp, I work at all this shit. I have, I literally took off every single goddamn box of literally the most spiteful, hateful people in this country. And yet I'm not. Because I see how fucked up people can be. I've heard it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. I've stood up against it. This is still is one of the most heartless things I've ever heard. I had to deal with a fourth grader once, literally being called racial slurs. And I had to deal with the fact that she was okay with it because she heard it so often. You think that you think that this is a whole big thing? No, you're just being a fucking dick. And I wish that he would say that to his face. Cause you think that shit again, you think that shit doesn't eat him every single day? How he wishes he was there to help? Save his son even? How he wishes he knew in advance the extent of that addiction? You think he really wanted his son to die? You think he's that terrible of a father? You are one of the most spineless, disrespectful, assholeish people I've ever met. You have no foreskin. In anything. You, you just whine about everything. Every single thing. Because you don't, it, it didn't go your way. I'm honestly 
I wouldn't be surprised if you were banned from your local McDonald's because you whined about how your coffee was too cold, or that be, 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 only because that lady dumped the coffee intentionally on her on her legs just so that she could get third degree burns and sue the company. Go blog about it and then go to Broadway. Moving on, all right. I want to talk about some shit, other shit that actually is fun and important. Like, for example, where the fuck is the Amina album? I want a new Amina album. Somewhere. That's where it is. Maybe man man posts on TikTok like every other day. And there's some, there's some funny shit that he posts on that TikTok. But it's like, ha ha ha, go drop the album now. Do it. Please drop the album. Maybe there is no album. We need it. The album was the journey along here's the, the thing. way or something. <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> like Kanye's album. There's it, a was, song here. it was up his ass for like here. six months. There was a when he released this his song Shimmy, the like first whole like sentence was uh it's been a whole year. Let's not front this my Bro <laughs> That was the only song he released basically. That's literally his entire like career as a rapper, is that he just drops one album or like one song a year and then dips. Just straight up. It's hilarious. I love it. I love him though. He's such a great rapper. Oh my he, god, he O'Neal so Cruz. O'Neal yeah. Cruz is in Pittsburgh. Exactly. Uh, because that that was the the idea of a, an Amina album came to me because I was watching a Tiny Desk concert a few days ago. I think it was a uh, Himes one where it was uh like the at home one, and I saw that Little Dragon had one, and I'm like, oh cool, Little Dragon. I like him, bro. Literally, the first 30 seconds was, like, one of the coolest things I've ever heard in my life. It was so good. And I was like, where is this album? What, like, what song is this album from? They released a new album last year, and I didn't even know about it. I didn't even know about Numi Samos. I listened to the whole album. Great album. Really enjoyed it. It's, like, 7 out of 10. But, like, I also noticed that the song, the song specifically is Rush. And on the album version, like, the fully produced, actually edited and everything version, it feels too overproduced like there's a lot of like synth that doesn't need to be there compared to like the tiny desk concert or like their live stream when they were originally released the album when they did it quote-unquote live in their studio though like that was it was so much better when it was just like the raw music it was so good people need to release albums to like save music right now where's where's kendrick's album i want him to smoke on my top five bro I want him to smoke on what's his name tonight, dude. That that whole thing with Baby Cam, literally, I I love that song, but it pisses me off because where the fuck is the new album, Kendrick? You just silent this whole thing. Are you looking up fish albums again? No, I just didn't want to interrupt your rant. <laughs> Thank you. I guess you've been you've been oddly quiet. What's what's been dogging you today? Are you okay? Hungry. You're hungry? Hungry. Did you not I, like... My mom went to the store and I asked her to get me the Stephen Colbert Ben and Jerry's ice cream and they didn't have any. Ah. Uh, she just didn't get me anything. Okay. Now I'm hungry. Because I don't have Why any do feel like getting... Ah. I noticed when I was like grabbing some ice for my water that like my tub of ice cream like the thing got messed up so i had to like quickly fix that 
Dude, mint moose tracks is so good. It's like it's literally uh mint ice cream with like the fudge like cups and then like fudge stripes throughout that's like actual like pieces of fudge. It's so good. It, it it's literally mint cocaine and I love it. Uh this is your daily reminder, don't do drugs. Unless you want to, in which case be safe. They're legal in places now. <laughs> Shut up. Legalize acid, uh, you cowards. Shut up. So, let's talk about one more thing that's very important. Um, this wild card race, man. As a Red Sox fan, what the fuck? You know? I'm like, I'm like low-key worried. Not even low-key. I'm high-key I worried. want the Mariners I think to the make Blue the playoffs already at this point. I do want the Mariners to make the playoffs because I, like... I want that extra chapter to the pot, like to the not podcast, but to their uh, documentary that like won them. Didn't they like win a freaking uh, like Seattle Film Critics Award or some shit for it? One for like that, but yeah, um, I just want the Mariners to make the playoffs because then the Phillies have the longest active playoff drought, and maybe then John Middleton will realize he has no idea what he's doing and should sell the team to someone who does. I would honestly agree with that idea. Although he probably it's an amazing won't, idea. but he should, because he's an idiot. The only thing he's done, he's been with the team, I think he's been, a, like, head owner of the team for six years now. The only thing he's done that's, like, remotely, remotely helpful is he was the big negotiator on the Bryce Harper contract. And that's it. That's uh-huh. all he's done. That's all he's done. I mean, the one thing that the Phillies need is a bullpen. Like, and a shortstop, and need. a third baseman, and a center fielder, and a left fielder. No, quite frankly, all you need is a bullpen. I think that you can actually compete. No, we don't even have like, a left fielder the, anymore. We have. He's Kutch is a free agent. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Andrew McCutcheon's a free agent. Uh, I don't want Odubel Herrera anywhere near a baseball team anymore. Uh, Didi Gregorius yes. was not good this year, and blamed his gout on the vaccine, which isn't helpful. Because the Phillies were having like COVID outbreaks every ten minutes. Alec yeah, Bohm, that, I is think should of, be, that is kind of stupid as shit. Alec Bohm should like, be given stupid. another chance, but they should move him to left field and sign Chris Bryant. Um, Red Sox take the lead. I love life. The Blue Jays are up like ten to one on the Orioles right now. Okay. As here's the thing: as long as the Yankees aren't in it, I'm fine with everything. Blue Jays. Like, here's Mariners, the, here's the thing. I I I've said it already in the discord and like i know you've used the like screenshot of the message oh, a few i use times, it all the time where it's me saying, I fucking hate this team down the stretch because <laughs> this is a normal thing for the red sox to just completely like choke away any like semblance of a playoff run like in the final moments and it's just like oh look we're doing it again guys Woo! the phillies like, and the red sox have a lot in head. common with each other i feel like you guys said that really long um and the Cubs too, they had their long break where they didn't do shit and then they do something and then the Red Sox they've won what four World Series this century? Three? Something like that. Four. A lot. Four. Uh, oh four, oh seven, thirteen, and eighteen. The Phillies had a stretch in the eighties where they went to two and they only won one of them. And then they sucked for ten years, and then they went to one in ninety three, and then they sucked for twenty years, and then they won four divisions in a row and then sucked again for ten years. And they didn't do anything for their first hundred years. They made the World Series twice, but they only won one of the eight games they played. Yeah. 
One of them was against the Red Sox with Babe Ruth, a young Babe Ruth. So like, they're kind of yeah. on the same page, except the Red Sox figured out how to turn their long time of doing nothing into doing something, while the Phillies do a little bit and then nothing. Yeah. The Rockies that, have that just promoted their interim GM to be regular GM. My uh, first, my first task I would do if I was Rockies GM is to be resigned in disgrace. Yes. Uh, I have an team. idea for the Rockies, by the way. I, I have an idea, and it's a really interesting idea that's going to take a lot of work. Uh, this idea, is, in, in short, is uh, dig a hole a mile long down, like straight down, yeah, uh, and put the ballpark in that hole yeah, so that uh, you're at a better uh, sea level. Hmm. So while, yes, pitching you aren't runs. getting as many home runs offense-wise, uh, you don't have literally one of the worst pitching performances every season yeah. ever yeah. again. And also, fans can't show up and see how terrible your team is. Or... Better idea. Like, right? what are they going to do? Jump down the mile long hole, skydive? This is and genius no. right here. Hire foolish baseball as your GM. Yes. I mean, he did create a new stat. Bro, that stat's actually a decent stat. And hire a couple botball people to call your games on TV and radio. Yes. And then hire John I'm Boyce mad. I remember, to make I remember a documentary how we were talking about, about how, like, the MLB should have had us call like some of the minor league games as they a little, like respectful gesture. They should have. Imagine us, like imagine like me and Hines or like the like a beard cast on like a game. That'd be so great. Life and everything about it would have been so much fun. Got a couple uh, like um, Pat McCarthy who we had on one game called a couple Phillies games this year. That was cool. You're listening, Pat McCarthy. That is true. I, I also like the Manning cast. I, I genuinely like it. Not to mention it gave me that picture of Eli Manning with the double finger. Love it. Great. I love it. Justin Rock was like the, one of great... the coolest people Eli, okay. I've ever He's met in thing. my life. <laughs> Eli Manning, like, as a QB, as a Patriots fan, I want him to burn in hell. I really do. Good QB. But I, hate, I want him to burn person, in hell too, so... As a, as a person, he seems like one of the most chill people ever, honestly. What's with, like, all the, like, hated QBs in, like, NFL history in, like, the mid to late and early 2010s, like, being, like, cool dudes? Like, Romo, uh, Eli Manning, like, it's weird. Oh, you want to hear something funny? So, I have a, a teacher at school who's a Giants uh -huh. fan. He's from Connecticut. I don't know why he's a Giants fan. But um, okay, yeah, uh, we like to make fun of him for being a Giants fan because you know the Eagles have been good Duh. recently and the Giants haven't. And also, you're you're in Philadelphia and you're a Giants fan. You kind yeah. of know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. So what we did is, uh, or what we do is, you know, like I I'll go up to him and I'll be like, "Hey, guess what? The Giants suck." I do this every day, <laughs> every time I see him. You just and you just have to say you just have to say a miracle at the Meadowlands and. The other day, or last week, I just went in his his room when he wasn't there and left a note in green ink. Didn't sign <laughs> my name on it. He knew who it was from. You know who this is from. He, he knew. That's what I signed it as. You know who this is from. But then there's this other kid. He's a senior. 
who's doing the same thing. And yesterday, the teacher responded, isn't this joke kind of getting old? He said, oh, just like you. Oof. And he had to admit that was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. See, my senior year econ teacher is a diehard White Sox fan. And as somebody that worked for one of their rivals, and arguably their main one, it was hilarious when I called her, because I've talked to her outside of school before, because uh, she is very, very wise financially when it comes to like financial literacy and stuff. And like she's been very helpful with stuff. And I like mentioned her, I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, I work for the other guys now. And she's like, you know, some days I really think that you are my worst student ever because Ooh. like my first fail case, because what have I done? Like, I have to have done something very terrible if it means that one of my former students works for that team. And I'm like, damn. But I think every other, almost every other teacher at my school is like from around Philadelphia or like southern New Jersey. So pretty much all of them are Eagles fans. My advisor is from Detroit, but I don't know if he actually supports the Lions. And then my teacher in eighth grade is from Detroit, but grew up in Arizona. I forget which team she supports. Hmm. I mean, there's guys in our uh, community that uh, are from like Michigan or Chicago that like root for other teams and those teams. So. And, like, usually they actually have reasons. Like, I know there's a guy that I think... He's from, he's from Chicago, and now he the one that's uh, in Arizona, right? Douglas from Chicago, I'm pretty certain. I think... He's, like, I'm he's pretty a supporter certain. of, like, three different teams at the same time because he has different relationships to them. Yeah, he has... Yeah, I was about to say, because, like, I'm pretty certain he's from Chicago. He lives in Arizona now, and his... Are they married yet? Him and his... Yes partner they She's are from, she, her family's from new york so he also supports the mets yes yeah and he lives in arizona that has diamondbacks so he had and like those reasons for having those three teams to support i get like i'm from the north side and my i was raised a red sox fan because my dad was from boston his entire side of the family came from boston so i have my reasons to support those two teams and, like, yeah, I guess that, like, in some cases, it'll be like, yeah, sure, yay, yay White Sox for, like, doing good, you know? But it isn't like, a, oh, I'm going to support them the entire season. It's more of like, a, yeah, if you win the World Series, cool. It's it's still in Chicago, you know? But, like, uh, I'm not, like, I don't get people that are like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Yankees fan because I like their jerseys. What? Their jerseys are really boring. They're pinstripes. It's literally a candy cane. Like, like the Phillies are pinstripes, but at least they do something with it. Yeah. Like Phillies, like Phillies uniforms are actually like very decent. I they like rebrand them. every you know twenty years or so. The Yankees haven't rebranded like ever. I think they rebranded once, and that was just to like change the stripes into a certain configuration to make their players look slimmer. Because, like, like, really George Steinbrenner the... is a really weird asshole. 
There were two different styles of Phillies uniforms just in the 70s and the 80s. They had it was the same style, but they just changed the coloring because they wanted something more 80s. And then they changed to what they have yeah. now in 92 or 93, I think. Yeah. And then they add an alternate. But like, often the creams are from 2000. Yeah, exactly. The powder blues are a new returning thing. Doing the red yeah, roads. Yeah, but now. like Steinbrenner, like had such weird like. Not even expectations. No, it was like, you will be doing this, or else. Why can't you have when facial it came hair? To, like, like, what's the deal with that? The facial hair thing was like, because he wanted to have his like players have a clean cut image Stupid. because they're like representations of the club. Fuck like, that. fuck that. They made Andrew McCutcheon shave his beard. He looks weird without a beard. It wasn't Andrew? He team. He was with the Yankees. Andrew McCutcheon. The, yeah, he was with the Yankees. It was not very long. He was there. He had already cut the dreads at that point. But Oh, shit. He did play for the Yankees. Yeah, he was with the Giants. I thought you were talking about... Uh, Yankees. No, Andrew McCutcheon. And then he went, and then he went to the... Looks weird I thought you were talking about... Uh, no, I thought you were talking about... What's his name? Uh, Johnny Damon. Eric Cole looks weird without the beard. I still picture him in an Astros uniform when I think of yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, I also like how in the thing, in light of the Yankees' personal appearance policy, after asking teammate Neil Walker if his beer was acceptable, McCutcheon shaved it off. So stupid. It, yeah, it states that players must have their hair have cut a beard, above the collar of the baseball jersey, and no beards are permitted. Um. Like, oh, speaking of Yankees, uh, the Phillies just hired Don Mattingly's son. To be in charge of player development, are we sure he's not a Marlin spy? Spy? I don't know. Hey. What the nice hell? My microphone. That's been a little weird. Interesting. Uh. Where is it? The policy was started in 1973 by a former George Steinbrenner, that notorious clean-shaven asshole. Uh, reportedly, after seeing several players' hair covering their numbers during the performance of the Star Spangled Banner, and noting down their numbers as he did not know their names to instruct them to cut their hair. Um, yeah, it's almost like you don't have the names on the back of the jerseys because yeah. you've never changed your jerseys. Yeah, um, except for putting the Nike logo on them. Yeah. Uh, as a result, he introduced an appearance policy for the Yankees. The official policy states all players, coaches, and male executives are forbidden to display any facial hair other than mustaches, except for religious reasons, and scalp hair may not be grown below the collar. Long sideburns and mutton chops are not specifically banned. This was because Steinbrenner wanted the Yankees to adopt a corporate attitude. Corporate. Fucking baseball team. Why? What is this, Wall Street? The appearance policy may have been inspired by veteran status within the United States Air Force, which, like other military branches, has a similar appearance policy. Uh, the policy raised some objections from the team. Don Mattingly openly defied the Yankees' management request for him to cut his hair. In response, they moved him from the starting lineup and find him repeatedly removed him, sorry, from the starting lineup and find him repeatedly until he promised to trim it. An incident that mirrored had a, uh, that had a mirrored a story in the February 1992 Simpsons episode Homer at the Bat, where Mattingly was a guest star and was banished in the episode for having long sideburns that only Mister Burns, the team manager, could see. It was written months before the Yankees incident. 
Uh, Lou Pinella challenged the rule during spring training in Fort Lauderdale, citing that Jesus had long hair. Steinbrenner responded to this request for exemption by pointing at the nearby swimming pool and saying, if you can walk on water, you can wear your hair any way you want. That's actually really funny. I actually fuck with that. That's... <laughs> The policy has become a prominent symbol of the Yankees. An example of this symbolic clean-shaven look came when Johnny Damon cut his caveman hair and beard when joining the Yankees from the Boston Red Sox. <sighs> with Steinbrenner commenting, he looks like a Yankee, sounds like a Yankee, he is a Yankee. Fuck you, George. This policy has led to media speculation that when a player cuts his hair, he's going to sign with the Yankees. One example of this was San Francisco Giants' Tim Lincecum. Uh, some players, such as David Price, have openly stated that they will never join the Yankees as long as the policy is in place. Um... Uh, hmm. Cincinnati Reds had one for a while. There, it was. I was about to say they like had no players with facial hair since 1902 until like 1999. There was an unwritten rule, and then Mattingly tried to have a complete ban on any facial hair for the Marlins. Got the the Reds got rid of that rule by everyone's favorite team owner, Marge Shot. Fucking Nazi bitch. What I what I also like is how there's the C also for Wiki, where it's like, oh, what the hell? Oh, okay, uh, where it's like the two C also's are the Rangers FC signing policy and the Athletic Bilbao signing policy, which both of them have actual reasons. Uh, Rangers FC signing policy was like they there was an unwritten rule that they would not sign any player who was known to be a roman catholic because they were a protestant club and celtic their old firm rivals like their most hated rival in scottish football were the roman catholic club and then athletic bill bow is that they have an unwritten rule where they will only sign players who were born in the basque country or learned their football skills at a basque club um the Basque country is like a uh, like north-ish region of Spain. I, I want to say it's like northeast, but it isn't really. It's like barely bordering on France right now. So it's like at that weird like indent of the ocean for the Atlantic uh, where Spain and France are. Oh my god, this is a great one. Um, Lou Pinella didn't like the, the rule for the Yankees. And yeah, I mentioned that he like oh. viewed like because Jesus had long hair and then the walk on water thing. On, yeah, I miss. I wasn't paying attention there. I was looking for that that line. <laughs> they said it like four minutes ago. What? I wasn't paying attention. Hey, shout out, shout out, Lou Pinella though. I like Lou Pinella. He seems like a nice guy. It's funny because like he was always like one of those like outspoken managers. Which is even funnier because there like was a good period of time where like Chicago. Managers. I was about to say there was a period of time where Chicago had two outspoken managers because Ozzie Guillen was like you know the other manager in Chicago for a while. That that was that was part fun. of my problem with Joe Girardi is that when he didn't want to tell the press about medical issues. So like if a player was benched for two days, you're like, is he hurt? I don't know. We don't find anything nope. out until they're put on the injured list. It's really fucking annoying. <laughs> and and then it's really start- just because. He got a he got a couple little bit of yeah. on his beard. Well, no, he doesn't. There's a little bit of stubble. Bryce Harper has pretty good beard when he grows it. He shaves. Oh yeah, it Girardi's on the Phillies. I thought he was talking about like yeah. when he was with the Yankees. Yeah. But then he also uh, won't start any of the younger guys. He likes to start Ronald Torres and Didi Gregorius and stuff over uh, and Brad Miller over Alec Bohm and Matt Veerling, who were, you know, Veerling's been pretty good this year. Yeah. Bohm was slumping and then he came back and. They aren't using him at all? Yeah. Like, if you're not going to play the young players in a meaningless game in October, like, what the fuck are you doing? 
I don't know. This is why they should fire him and hire Raul Abanez, just because I like him better. Why did we fire Joe Girardi? Like, he's not the biggest problem with the franchise, but is he helping? Not really. I like Raul Abanez. I he think seems that... Like a cool guy. He seems to know what he's talking about. I think that if they get, like, an actual, like, competent manager, the Phillies are a contender. As well as fix the bullpen, obviously. Girardi, but well, Girardi doesn't we know how to use a bullpen well. anyway, because he's used to having that lights-out closer, Mariano Rivera. And now... Oh, of course. Like, he would... And now he, he had, has Hector Neres. Well, now he had Ranger Suarez in the closing role and decided to use him as a starter, which, you know, it worked out, but now we don't have a closer. So, in other words, uh, Hector Neres, closer. Uh, I think they should. Sir Anthony Dominguez just got called off the injured list. I think I've ranted about that before. He needed Tommy John surgery. Oh, yeah, surgery. you mentioned that, like, they, back or something. They waited a year to make him get Tommy John surgery, so he missed an extra season. He's back today. Yeah, I don't know if he'll pitch. He probably won't because Girardi doesn't like guys under 30. But. Yes. Uh, he's there. Just, so yes. He was, he was the closer of the future until he got hurt. What's even funnier is that he's actually one of my better relievers on my Mets out of the park save. And which is really funny because my relief pitchers for my Mets out of the park save is lights out. It's insane. Like he was good. He throws like in upper down. 90s and he's a cutter. And Yeah, he has a really good cutter. He was really cheesy in MLB like, The Show when he was, you know, a player that existed. Yeah. When you actually had a player card. And wasn't Rob Gronkowski hurt. has fractured his ribs. Good for him. Oh, should I have oh but of course thing? he did. I wasn't using him anyway. Yeah. Although I am starting well, Kirk Cousins today, who I picked up on waivers. Or we're playing I, mean, I, I <laughs> cut. Oh, yeah, we are. I cut Justin Fields, and I have uh, Darnold as my backup right now, because, I don't know, I feel like he might have be having a renaissance right now, and we Tua just don't just realize hurt, it fully. So I, and I have uh, Mayfield, and Mayfield is playing Kirk Cousins. And, you know, if you lose to Kirk Cousins, you don't make the Super Bowl. That's the rules. So. I mean, in the immortal words of the Steelers after they lost their game against uh, the Browns in the wild card, the Browns are the Browns. Like, bro. Way to really discredit your opposition that, you know, kind Jets. of fucked you up. If you lose to the Jets, like, the, I guarantee you the Eagles will probably lose to the Jets. See, the difference between the Browns and the Jets in that regard is the Browns are actually good right now at baseball. The Jets are not. Yes, the Browns are very the Jets good at are baseball. A, the Jets are a clown show organization that has no direction, no vision, no passion, whatever that meme is. The Montreal uh, Expos. They should move them to Florida. No, move them to the Dominican Republic first, and then move them to a whack ass place in the uh in like in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Like I'm talking like move them to like South Dakota. Better yet, move them. I to, would uh, Oakland. <laughs> move them to Oakland. The new Oakland Raiders. They get all the history of the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Like, uh, the Montreal Expos, when they return, if they return, should get the history of the yeah, uh, Montreal no, that's, Expos. That's the Nas- genuinely the annoying. pretend like, that they don't exist. That, like, Except the Nationals the have all that's the history all they care of the Expos. About. They like the throwbacks. like, the Rangers... Let me think. The Rangers were, like, the second Na- uh, Washington Senators team, and they weren't given any of the history of the Washington Senators before them. 
No, that was all the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. But, like, the Minnesota Twins were different than the Rangers in that they were both the... What am I trying to say? I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. Here's the thing. Give, give, give the Rangers that Washington Senator stuff. Make a new Washington Senators. Have beef with the Nationals. Move the Nationals to Montreal again. Put them back, like, put them back in but Montreal. Pretend the Washington Nationals never actually happened. Because no one gives a shit. They're fans. Exactly. Now, so, And then fucking move the new Washington Senators in the AL East. Keep the Expos in the NL East. And then boom. Everything is right in the world. And then eventually and, uh, we'll add the four more teams back to the in... NL East and send the well, Braves back to the West because <laughs> thank you. Because logic. Billy's having no, I was going to say and, four more expansion teams to make it a 36 team league for more money and everything. Vegas, uh, put it Vegas, in Vegas, one in Vegas, Iowa, one. one in North Carolina, put one in Portland and then one in Vegas. Yeah. Or Vancouver. I'd be cool with Vancouver. Actually, no. We can't do it in we can't do it in North Carolina because they already have the uh, the East teams and the Senators and Nationals. So what we'll do is we'll put the Phillies in the Central. Eh, that that'd be a little weird. Actually, thought... no. You know what? Because I uh, the Iowa team will be in the AL Central. The Vegas team will be in the NL West. Move the Rockies to the and Central. the. Rockies in the Central wouldn't be bad. Actually, no. Astros back to the NL Central. That's not bad. Make them rebrand yeah. back to their old uniforms. Boom. So, yeah. So, we got the two East teams. Rebrand, so. We got the two East teams, right? We got the AL East Senators, NL East Expos. Um, wait, no, because... Oh, wait, no. Carolina actually could... Uh, be in the NL East because we're not getting rid of the Nationals. We're just moving them back to Montreal. So it's still five teams in the NL East. So, therefore, Carolina in the NL East. We have Houston going back to the NL Central. We have Iowa being AL Central. Now we need two teams in the NL West. Hey-ho, what do you know? Um, we'll move the... Hmm. Milwaukee back to the AL. We'll move the Padres. No, the Padres. no, we came with the Padres. Uh, no, we'll move the Rangers to the NL West and then put Portland and Vancouver in the AL West. Because Portland and Seattle and then Seattle, Vancouver, and then Seattle, uh, Vancouver, Portland, much like the MLS trio uh, rivalry, same exact thing. Like what like what's like what's to say that we shouldn't do that? Do we, we just fix uh, baseball? Move, move the, make the, the Angels back into the Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? No, but just put them back into a- Anaheim Angels because they're still literally in Anaheim. Yeah, but I like, I like the of Anaheim. Artie, Artie, Artie Moreno just likes being a weird just money-grubbing drop, drop asshole. The, drop the first, drop the city before and just make them the Angels of Anaheim. Angels of Anaheim. It sounds like a, like a Shakespearean way. Or like yeah. Matt, or like broken Matt Hardy. Angels of Anaheim, I have come to your stadium and then to they have conquer to get, thy enemy. They have to get the uh, the baseball version of Ted Lasso, except he's from England. Well, now listen here. Ted Lasso. I have no clue what I'm doing, 
but I'm going to try my best. Uh, now, quick question. What is a what is a pitcher, and why do we not want a belly itcher? They should do a spinoff of Ted Lasso, where it's the exact opposite. A, a British soccer coach is going to and put it, coach and put him in the NFL. Team. Yeah. Uh, no, or like XFL even. Bro, yeah. just have a just Dwayne put, Johnson um, what's is his the name? second the, is the co-host show co-star of the show because he's running that <laughs> league now. I was about to oh, say well, no. Man. Just have um, what what's his name? Good old uh, Vince McMahon call a uh, XFL game and then get exposed by like Alex Ferguson. Have Donald Trump. Two guys that don't know anything about football. Team. Oh God, no! All three of those would be just amazing. I want an XFL team in Philly. I would support them if they did that. I would go. There, there was a XFL team, I think, in uh, Chicago. I can't remember exactly. Like the original XFL. Philadelphia Stars. And or then, Bells like, they suck. Whatever. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Well, we've been moaning about people being assholes and why baseball needs more teams and other stuff for God yeah. knows how long. An hour and so thanks for listening 12 minutes. I need to go pretend that I actually can smell the rain outside when it's just me being a Midwestern weirdo. Uh, you probably have homework because you're still at school. <laughs> oh, I do have homework, but I, I usually do it the night before, like 11 o'clock on uh, Sunday. Why does everybody do that? Don't don't, don't procrastinate. Kids. I was up until 4 in the morning the I, day before school started. It was fun. I get it if it's fun, but like don't procrastinate because you're gonna you're gonna mess shit up and you're gonna forget about it eventually and you're gonna A-push. be rushed to do all of it. Oh crap! If my history teacher so, listens to this, I'm fucked. In conclusion, in conclusion, listen to your teachers because they know what the fuck they're talking about. Unless they don't. And I always remember, the customer is always right until the moment when they're wrong, and then you could tell them that they're wrong and laugh at their face. This has been the Why Do We Trade for Jonathan the Scope podcast. We don't actually have any sponsors. We wish we had sponsors. So I'm probably going to uh, hit up Buffalo Wild Wings and see how many retweets uh, to get it. Hey, I just pulled a Cliff Floyd from uh, one of the headliners packs. Cool. Thanks for the 17K, bro. We love you all, uh, except if you're an asshole, in which case, fix that, please, because don't be an asshole. People deserve to... Live their life the way they want. Hello, Garrett Cole Diamond. Uh, quick sell. Uh, yeah. Tardis, do you have any final words before I inevitably forget that we're actually still on air? And then just bug out. To quote, um, I forget what that guy's name is. He's on one of the shitty right-wing news thing. This episode of the Why Do We Trade for Charter the Scope podcast is on its way to the National Archive in Washington, D.C. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs> he was that who said that, but then John oh, right, oh, on it. I forget yeah. what his name is. That guy. I know who you're talking about. Oh, he's shit. on one of the like, Newsmax or something. Again, what's his name? Uh, also, that's such a weird thing to like it's, say. Even his, when I'm wrong, I'm his, right. His episodes don't even go to the National Archive. John Oliver's do, but that one right-wing news guy's does. No, it's not that his things aren't heading to archive. You can send anything to the National Archive. Yeah, but they don't. There are sex tapes in the National Archive. It's not that hard to get something in the National Archive. This episode could be in the National Archive. We should do that. Look into how to do that. (laughs)
But in conclusion, don't be an asshole. Especially when it's really fucked up shit that we've already talked about. Uh, to you specifically, you know who you are. Quite simply, fuck you. Uh, to everybody else, though, shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, except when you're not, in which case, go back to being awesome. Yeah. Um, and yeah, why did we victim blame Andy Reid? See you guys later. Blame Andy Reid? That fucking asshole did. <laughs>